Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with my friend Mila. Uh, we we go into it about 9-11 and kind of a little bit about what's going on in Afghanistan right now. I don't know a lot about that. She knows more than me, which is why I thought this would be a good one for us to do. And also we're close to the same age and I figured, you know, she's she's like me. We get into, you know, when I tattoo her, we get into like deep, long conversations about all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. It's fire. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy. Today, I'm joined by a guest named Mila. This is the 9-11 podcast. So, uh, you know, I don't have any notes. I'm just going to go off my memories. She doesn't really have any notes. She's just going to go off her memories. And you can fact check the fuck out of me. I don't mind because most of the shit I've studied multiple times. So, in general, I'm usually pretty correct. And I have a pretty ironclad... Uh, memory. So, without further ado, Mila, how you doing? I'm um, superb, thank you. I prefer Lady Obsidian Heart, but you can go by Mila, it's all right. Hello, all right. people of the world. Lady Obsidian Heart. And so, uh, today, on 9-11, we mourn the loss of many of Americans. Uh, sad situation. Uh, but hey, man, I always say the government's a mafia, and if you work for them, you might get killed, right? I mean, we might get killed walking out into the fucking end of the world tomorrow. Ran over by a bus or a Scud missile could get dropped on us from somewhere. Anything could happen at any moment. But if you work for the government, you're working for a mafia, and sometimes mobs put hits on each other. That's not what I think happened during 9-11. We all know I don't think that. Uh, I think the Bush family was behind it, along with possibly Mossad, and um, the Taliban or, or, or the freaking Middle Eastern cartel, the oil cartel. Um, you got a, an oil family. I don't even want to say Texas oil family because that's just the facade the Bush has put on. They act like they're good old boys from the South. They're not. They're fucking related to the Queen, which is why George Bush Sr. George Bush Sr. got knighted by the Queen. She was basically <laughs> saying, oh, you were a pathetic piece of shit. American present. Now you're now you're a British knight. Can you do it in her accent? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Mila, what do you think about nine eleven? Well, I I do have a correction to make, and it's it's just um, we have to we can cross off the Taliban off of that list. One, I would tell you, because the Taliban at that point and even at this point, but things shit's changing as we have seen. You know, they've got some high-end equipment now, and they're flying around. But, however, at that point, after the Taliban took over Afghanistan in 1996, they were ruling the whole fucking place. But these people didn't have that type of intellect to think that broadly and did not have any of the links to actually pull off such a thing. The Taliban, for the most, even up until this day, are basically... A lot of them are are like dumbass country people who are um, steeped in their own ancient traditions, who could be said to be ignorant of the world for the most. They have no concept of what even um, America could be. They have phones now, so they can have an idea, but they really 
their intellect and their thought processes are so much different. It's, it's like in the wheel of time. That's why I yes. said the Taliban so, or the Middle Eastern oil well, let's cartel. let's say Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda, there you go. Yeah, the there you go. Arabs, the Arab faction had a hand in this. I will say that. Now you guys got to fact check me. We're not even five minutes in. I'm already fucking Fact up. check me also. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so... What, it, what came from the fucking 9-11, more fear, more terror, more, and more terror. I'm not, you terrorists want to come into our country and infiltrate our ways of freedom, and I'm not going to let that happen. Fact checked out. I'm pretty sure those are the exact words that yeah. George Bush Jr. said. Might have said more turds, but... Yeah, more terror. Turds. Terror. We got terror. Now watch me hit this drive. Uh... That was so funny. He was like talking, talking all this serious terrorist shit on the golf course, and then he goes, and then I know this is how you can tell the guy's a complete and total social sociopath. He's like, now watch me hit this drive, and then fucking cranks the fucking the golf ball. Jesus Christ, fucking scumbag. Um, but then let's let's go into some of nine eleven. Uh, what were you doing on nine eleven, Mila? Do you um, remember? Yeah, I was masturbating uh, in West Seattle. I, I lived up in a... Um, no, I'm the, talking about during the exact moment when that shit was aired. I w- oh, um, I was in West Seattle. It was probably after masturbating. So um, I heard it on. I, I didn't have TV, and I don't have TV. So I had gotten the news from uh, radio from, I think it was uh, 90.3, my favorite Seattle station, uh, broke the news, and then of course I went to NPR, and um, and then a friend had uh, called me um, right after, so as it was as it was happening. So I remember the day quite clearly, and where I was, uh, even the weather. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. And you? Terror. Uh, where were you? Uh, I was at my ex girlfriend's house, and. One of her family members, she she was out like getting coffee or something, and he's like, "Oh my God, turn on the news!" Da, 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 da. Turn on the news, and it was just like the twin towers were fucking in flames. They hadn't even fallen at that point. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Then we're watching, and they crashed, and then later that day they they played a. a and of course, I was shocked, and I was like, "Oh my God, what the fuck is going on?" They're talking about, and of course, in the moment, it's like, and and I've witnessed this several times with what I what I call false flags over the years, as in the moment I get all wrapped up in just the humanity of my own emotions, and I don't even think of. You gotta turn that fucking thing off. I, I don't even think about uh, what like, you know, the the past false flags or anything like that. What I do is I just get wrapped up in emotions and then later after I've had time to think about it, I come up with what I just watched and how I'm going to digest that. And then later I had seen the video of that George Bush reading to children in class and they were oh, like, yeah. this is what the, the noble president was doing at the moment of the terrorist attack. And I'm like, they show this video of him reading to children and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, and then then it hit me and then I was like... Wait a second. We've never had one hijacking from terrorists in our country. I mean, maybe we have, and I just don't know about it. We I'll, have. Like what? 
Was it the um, Olympics or some shit? No, it was uh, it was the the it happened outside of Seattle. The, but that wasn't a terrorist. That was a white guy that robbed a bank, right? Well, no, he he hijacked the plane and had him fly over the Olympic Peninsula. But that was yeah. But he robbed he robbed a bit. But he wasn't a terrorist. He was a fucking bank robber that was like, I'm gonna get away from. What well, was his name again? He wasn't. He wasn't deemed a terrorist at that time, but a hijacker at this. Right, okay, the same thing. Yeah. now. right. Yeah, but but they're they're saying is somebody from another country. I forget that guy's name. What was his name? I know. Um, something Digby D H Digby or L R. Fuck. Um, they still haven't put. Yeah, um, we'll remember in a, in a, soon. So, not Davy Jones. I forget his name. Uh, but um, so I just saw that, and then I was like, "They fucking terrorists hijacked four fucking planes out of a major gateway airport." I mean, we had airport security back then. Like, I don't know if people remember. Uh, I've been traveling for a long time. It wasn't that. Um, but like, uh, it just, it didn't, I was like, it just didn't make sense. I was like, how did, no. And then what are the chances that our fucking presidents that we never see reading to kids in school is just in there reading like a, oh, it's like the noble presidents reading to children as the evil brown terrorists come in and, uh, bomb the motherfucking uh, trade center with fucking planes. I was like, no, this is a theatrical setup. And I instantly didn't trust it. And then the next day, I remember arguing with my entire family. I was like, watch, <laughs> fucking our own government did this shit to us. It's going to come out. And it later, and then lo and behold, a year later, fucking like 10 9-11 documentaries came out with like 500 things that I didn't even think of. And I was convinced at that. That's when I really became a I was red-pilled. The day of 9-11, and I was a conspiracy person, like, nine months later when all those fucking videos oh, that came out. that you? That, that incident? 9-11 red-pilled me. I just instantly didn't trust the government from that moment on. Well, it wasn't that the moment that I saw the towers. Right, it was but... later that day after I was able to process everything. It was the George Bush reading to children thing just threw me off. I was like, what the... What, they're going to make this guy look like a fucking that hero? Fuck our scummy-ass yeah, politicians. Weird. None of them are heroes. They're all... And then, of course, we go into an oil-bearing country. And then, I, and then I learned about the Bush dynasty and that whole fuckery. But what, what did you... Did you ever get go down any of those fucking conspiracy documentaries, Loose Change and fucking all that? They came out rather quickly. I was actually kind of in retrospect. I remember just it came out, the conspiracies as far as how the towers were falling and fell and that, no, this was an inside job. This was a government thing. This was a setup. This was a, you know, all kinds of things came out rather quickly. I'm remembering. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't really, I didn't have a computer back then. I didn't have a fucking, we didn't have yeah. a smartphone at that point. 2001. So, right. Um, so, there. I didn't really have, inter- I read the paper. I, I, I just read, I read New York Times. So, um, and listened to people and listened to, you know, shit on the radio. But um, it, yeah. Did you find out the guy's name that jumped out of the plane? Uh, DB Cooper. DB Cooper. Yeah, DB Cooper. That was the that was the hijacker that jumped out where we are right now on the Olympic Peninsula. Wait, he was on the Olympic Peninsula, right? Yeah, there's. 
some asshole we li- in Squam and Asana met him. Okay. He was claiming that his dad was DB Cooper. Was DB Cooper, and a lot of people claim. Uh, my, of course. Yeah, I, one of my uncles is supposed to be on the res. Was supposed to be DB Cooper. One of uh, yeah. an ex Vietnam. I have ex Vietnam. I would. I would not be surprised if DB Cooper was ex military though. Yeah, that right. My uncles are all military ex um, Vietnam. So anyway, we don't have to talk about that. I yeah. should, I could get in trouble for that. So. Yeah, fucking, um, you know what, I'm just going to go, like I said, off memory. Um, So you got the Twin Towers that fall. Then you got Building 7, which nobody talked about. Um, I saw this meme today. It was a picture of of the Twin Towers, and it said, never forget. And and then it showed uh, Tower 7, and it said, always forget above that. And Tower 7, I believe, was linked to, like, the financial sector, sector and kept records. Okay, and, right. And all, you know, and then, like... I remember that now. 9-11, um, they have, like... So what, what, for me, like, most major global... Step-uncles. Most major global or national what I perceive to be false flag operations, I don't believe any of them are organic anymore, and they probably haven't been for over 100 years. Um, but most of them are, to me, massive rituals, and they are to gain the attention of the public, and then they are to use the vibrations of our fear, terror, anger, rage, hopelessness, desperation, depression, um, and to fuel, to loose. Their gods, the archons, the demons, uh, you know, Lucifer, whatever you want to call these ancient, you know, demonic fucking uh, hierarchy that these scumbags pray to and, and you know, that their that they're secret societies um, are into. But I, I believe that all these, you know, and that's what 9-11 was. And 11 is a master number and 9 is like the closing of the numerological wheel. And it's a very, very... There's a lot of uh, like mathematical phenomenons with the number nine, and it 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 does all kinds of crazy like uh, mathematical uh, things that other numbers can't do. Um, Did you ever think of it in terms of like our nine one one emergency? I thought about like that, which is like a dirty, nasty, hellish joke for whoever came up with this master plan. You know, like a ha. 911. 911. It's like 2020. 2020 is clear vision. In 2020, what they do, they unleashed a global pandemic on people to see if you would open your fucking eyes and clear out your vision. Some people did. Uh, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people are going along with the narrative, and that's fine. And it's and a lot and a lot of what this whole thing reminds me of is 911 because. If I look back to 911, we had the neocons, the Republicans run in the fucking the government and i fucking hated them and now we have like the fucking left in control and i can't fucking stand them and it's like the same feeling except i feel like 9-11 what was that the patriot act that they created to like take a bunch of our Take a bunch of our freedoms yes. and liberties. Oh, immediately. It's, it was almost immediately. It was, yeah, and none of that shit came back. None of our freedoms and liberties mm-hmm. came back. Oh, it's for your safety, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Just like this fucking scamdemic, which, hey, 
Again, I, you guys know I did a podcast on how sick I got. I literally almost died. Got blood clots. Fucking went up in the ER twice. I the saw virus it. is real. I it, saw. She, I she, saved his ass. Yeah, she called me, or she texted me, and she's like, "How you doing?" And it was a few days after my legs were fucked up, and I couldn't Two walk. Days. And I was like, "Man, I'm like, I'm like, basically COVID free. I have this headache, but." I can't walk. I've been crawling around my house for two days. And she's like, why? And I was like, oh, I got these knots in my in my legs and I can't walk. And she's like, oh, my God, those are blood clots. That'll fucking give you a heart attack or a stroke. You got to go to the ER. So that's how I went up in the ER because of Mila's intellect and kindness. Yes. Um, that's why but, we met. Yeah. Uh, well, I tattooed her, too. And we, we always get into these crazy conversations. But I think our... Or I think there was a, a deeper... So I, I, it, we met so I could save you. Or that, yeah. I mean, but there's a combo, but... Yeah, it's a con- every, I don't believe in, that any of it's a fucking coincidence. No, I'm sorry to mean to interrupt, but, but go ahead, go ahead. So... Uh, you should really be uh, sorry that you interrupted because I never <laughs> interrupt people. I don't have a history of that. I do. <laughs> go back and fact check on my podcast and see if I interrupted anyone. Uh, I've been getting in trouble for that since I was a kid. Um... <laughs> So we were talking about um, the massive rituals of false flags, yes. and that's in nine in nine one one the emergency in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah they're, they're they're using numerology um, against the people, but the, the thing is, is while they use the darker side of numerology against us, the lighter side of of consciousness and God and creation is using numerology for the betterment of mankind and the positive side of mankind. And um, so we had 911, Patriot Act, loss of freedoms. We have COVID. And now, oh, my God, you you guys can't leave your houses. Oh, two weeks to slow the spread. Six months later, oh, nobody's paying their fucking rent. People are losing their businesses. They can't feed their kids. The homeless populations are flourishing in the, flourishing in the middle of a pandemic, and none of them are getting sick. They're only getting stronger. Imagine that. Uh, just all this bullshit and fuckery. Grandma crashes her car or dies of a heart attack. And, up, oh, it's COVID, right? Um, and there's a bunch of dipshits that don't ever research or think outside the box that believe all this shit. Um, like I said, there is a virus, but is it, is it as contagious or, uh, leading to death the way that, uh, these fuckers are saying it is? And even if it is, I was telling Mila earlier, I was like, if I had a choice between the bioweapon that I know these fuckers created in a lab that's fucking almost killed me or the government, if I was like, okay, you can choose to get rid of one and let one wreak havoc on community. I was like, oh, I'd fucking choose the, bi- the fucking bioweapon all day because in my mind, we will eventually develop some type of immunity to that and it'll fucking phase out like every other virus. The government, and it's a mystery too. Maybe that won't happen. I don't fucking know. It's a mystery with the virus. With the government, I know what these fucking psychopaths want. They want fucking hell on earth. They want a global police state where everybody's getting tortured while they're masturbating in a throne somewhere, jerking off to the torture of all of us, fucking children doing their horrific shit. So the virus is a mystery. I trust the virus way more than I trust the fucking government. So, uh, Mila, do you know anything about numerology? Um, I'm actually 
for as many people that I know that are way into numerology, I've never studied it. I've just listened to those who know about it and no, just, just no, I've not, I no, I've never dabbled, but I have to also conject that, um, I, from the very beginning of the plague, I knew that it was a bioweapon. So I just wanted to interject that, that, that we're both in agreement that it is in fact a bioweapon because of its ferocity and the oddness of of the symptoms the symptoms and where it can go and what it does it's too i mean purple toes really what teeth flying out it's the skittles of viruses taste the rainbow (laughs) this it's it literally is a rainbow of rainbow it's a rainbow of symptoms like the lg do they I'm not even going to say it. I'll offend offend people. (laughs) I was about to crack a bad joke. uh, And I could... Bad joke. Anyways. uh, Freaking... So, Patriot Act, 911, um, and then invasion of... uh, Was it Afghanistan? Uh, well, Iraq, 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 and and then it went and led into yeah, it led into Afghanistan. And then you um, you got George Bush Jr. that's in office, mm-hmm. and who did his dad attack ten fifteen years before? It was like uh, it was Saddam Hussein. Oh, uh, the Gulf Wall, well, the Gulf War. So yeah, yeah. Um, Iraq. I had a cousin who was in that war. So you, his dad. Starts a war with the Middle East. That somehow vanishes. His son winds up in office years later. And they start it all up again. Another just very interesting coincidence. So right before uh, I got incarcerated, I was fucking... Well, I was 17 years old. I was working with a man by the name of Bilal Fahum, who was... Um, his, he was Palestinian... His father was high-level military, and he worked under Saddam Hussein. And he, when I asked him years later, after I got out of jail, I ran into him again, and we would always get into deep conversations. Years later, I was like, hey, I remember you telling me, or no, no, no. I didn't know till after I got out of jail and I ran into him again that his, uh, that his father had worked for Saddam Hussein. And that he was like high level military. And uh, I had asked him, can you tell me from your perspective as, you know, somebody, you know, on that side, mm-hmm. what was happening? And he's like, I was like, yeah, Saddam Hussein was trying to unite the Muslim nation and basically form some type of democracy and flourishing uh, a country. And he's a leader. So leaders make mistakes. But he was trying to do in his country for his people and unite the Muslim people uh, under and be a self-sufficient country. And um, when he went to Kuwait to uh, to tell them to stop dealing with America, that the oil fields belong to the Muslim people, Kuwait said, well, we're, you know, they're not going to, we're not going to turn our back on, on the American people and they're our friends and da 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 And Saddam said, they're not your friends. They're gonna fuck us over, and uh, we are the we are Muslim people, and um, we need to stand together. And they're like, well, we're not gonna turn our backs on the Americans. And so S- Saddam said, "Okay, well, if you're not with me, you're against me. And if you're against me, no one's gonna get the oil fields." Mm. 
And they're like, well, we're not going against the Americans. So a few days later, Saddam mm-hmm. lit the oil fields on fire. Uh, yeah, 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 right. And then that's that. when the war started, right? Um, but, you know, Bilal said a bunch of things about the Kuwaitis that a lot of the Muslim people were, at that point, were not very happy with Kuwait for a lot of other reasons. Mm-hmm. But if you look at, like, Saddam's history, again, tyrannical, crazy fucking leader, they all are. Uh, it's like Gaddafi doing a bunch of good stuff for the Libyans, but he did a bunch of crazy shit and killed a bunch of people too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, every leader has got to do some bad shit. It's every mob boss is going to do some bad shit. And I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying some are worse than others. Um, and in my eyes, the Royal family, uh, the Zionists and the fucking American government, are some of the worst of the mobs of, of the world. And, and China's up there too now. Um, China. Um, yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I got the China virus. <laughs> Fake news. And I hope I triggered some people in the audience <laughs> with that. You're triggering me. I know. She's, she's, not a, she's, not a, she's not a huge Trump supporter. But after this podcast, we'll get her to love Trump. I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not a Republican either. So, um, but anyways, uh, fuck, I'm over here trying to crack jokes, not being funny. My audience is like, Jeremy, your fucking ADD is kicking in again. So then we got fucking, uh, oh, Saddam Hussein. I remember reading some article on him sometime and it's like, they literally tried to take this guy out of power like three or four times. Uh, yeah, but And he kept you know, coming back. Hussein was actually... Placed into government, um, that that was an American move. Huh. He, yes, that that was actually he. They found him in Iran. He was in Iran, and so we're talking CIA business. Always. Always right. So there mm-hmm. is a little known fact about that connection and, and the reasons of why and how they chose him and what he he was. <coughs> I think. He had been arrested in Iran for a political shit, and, and so it, you know, the CIA gets involved, and so he ends up in power. Um, so you guys can look that up. So yeah, they, 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 and maybe he, of course, like what we're about to get into in the future here with mm-hmm. what's going on right now. Yes. Uh, of course, he gets into power, and he's like, "Fuck these Americans! I'm gonna do my own thing." Yeah. Right? And who the fuck can blame him? Right? He knew what the fucking American government he, was up he to. He loved the power. Look what ha- look look how he was living. Lavish. Oh uh, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, like I tell people, I'm not a registered voter. I uh I I lean left on some things, I lean more right on others, but at the end of the day, I'm more of like if I was to say any group libertarian. But at, at the end of the day, like, I understand that our government was hijacked by a bunch of fucking satanic pedophile scumbags that fucking are, are you know, the harbingers of spiritual evil. And that's what everything that plays out in this physical realm is about, is spiritual warfare. And make no mistake, we're in the middle of World War Three right now, guys. It just hasn't gotten super physical. We're in the mental phase of, uh, of World War Three. I agree. Um... And it's about to get physical, and then it'll go spiritual. Well, it's, it's already been spiritual. Spiritual was, It started off spiritual, then it got mental, and it's about to get physical. And you're about to see that. It's getting physical in Australia when, with these 
quarantine camps. Let's get physical. Um, so, oh shit, what was I talking about? Quarantine camps. No, no, no. It's uh, about to go down. Uh, I was talking about the CIA and Saddam Hussein saying, fuck the American people. It's it's weird. It's like I have this this dichotomy or duality or whatever of being like patriotic, not to my government, but to the people of this country. Because, you know, I look at the people of this country that are, you know, our mothers and fathers and have families and children and friends and, you know, work at their small businesses and all this shit. And I just and I and I want to see the people flourish. But at the end of the day, I know these scumbag corporations and this fucking government from the gate, specifically under the Bush dynasty. But who was Reagan's vice president, George Bush Sr.? When did all the mental health shit deteriorate? Now we have all these homeless people screaming at trash cans with mental issues on the streets. That's fucking horrific. Why the fuck aren't these people being taken care of? Mm-hmm. That started under Reagan, who's... Uh, Vice President was Bush Sr., who was a friend of the family that tried to assassinate Reagan, who would have then made Bush Sr. president. Different conspiracy. You can look into that shit. I don't remember the guy's name that tried to assassinate fucking Reagan. What was his name? Look um, it up. Yeah. So we're going to look that up for you guys right now, a guy who tried to assassinate Reagan. But the rumor is... That he's his family. I think it's Hinckley or something like that. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, John Hinckley. Sixty-one. Or? Yeah, John Hinckley. Yeah, Junior. John Hinckley Junior. Okay, 61. bam. Yeah. We didn't even need Google. See, my mind is a steel <laughs> trap. So we had John Hinckley trying to assassinate Reagan. The Hinckley family was friends with the Bush family. Oh, we're going to get into the Bushes. Just off my mind. I'm not... Go- we might pull up some fucking Google shit. We'll see. I like bushes. Uh, you're talking about vaginas, though. Yeah. Totally different type of, bu- mm-hmm. type of bush. Okay. Are you talking about vaginas or beers? <laughs> or both? Uh, Vagina Beavers bush. and bears. Um, and so... So then uh, Reagan leaves office, and then it's Bush Sr., right? Or was it... Who was... Uh, yeah. That's who came in after Reagan was, was Bush, right? Scumbag Bush. And then Clinton. And then Bush Jr. And then scumbag Obama. (laughs) I mean, they're all fucking scum. Uh, They're all homies. And that's why you see them years later. Jacking up together? Yeah. And look online. Go online and see who's hanging out with who. Obama, Clinton, and Bush Jr. and Bush Sr. Oh, they couldn't be tighter homies. Ooh, Daisy Ring. Well, there's fuck. They're part of the same satanic cult, all connected to the queen and royal family, and pedophile popes in uh, the Roman Catholic Church because most of these people grew up in Jesuit trained schools. So, uh, Bush Senior comes into office, and then what do they start doing? They start, and maybe this happened under Reagan. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, they start shipping or manufacturing jobs to other countries. No, dude, that was that was fucking Clint, the Clinton era. I think that was Clinton. Okay, uh, okay, 90, but ninety two, the whole trip. Okay, but I uh, okay, they but they but Bush Senior was behind. I'm sure they were, I mean, of course, there, there's always he was always, the head of the serpent in our era. Okay, yes, of course. So it these ideas were it wasn't something new, but it has to follow. It has to follow through, and it goes all the shit goes into the next. You know, the next 
presidency. So it wasn't, that was, a, you know, a plan, a master plan. And not that it was a good one. And guys, I just want to clarify for the moment, I'm going off right now on all these conspiracies because this is my strong point. Mila's going to bring us up to the present state here in the few, in the, in, in a minute or a few minutes or whenever. Uh, and I know you guys are like, Jeremy, let her talk. <laughs> Uh, we're, 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 we, we talked about this before we game plan before we freaking started this podcast. So, and then w- when did the Flint, didn't Flint, Michigan happen under fucking Reagan or Bush senior? What? The water in Flint didn't have something to do with the, the lack Prior, of infrastructure um... and them shipping the, 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 the the car plants outside of the country. See, this is this is what. Oh, you mean you mean, well, Detroit. That was. Wasn't D- Detroit Motor City like super strong with yeah, the car? No, it was like it was like it yeah. was like one of the hap- the most happening, yeah. um, vibrant as far as economy and structure and and wealth, even just stability, Detroit area. That whole fucking area was was a working example of what America could be because of how strongly it was operating. People had jobs. They had what they thought was stability. They were raising their families. They were making money. They were happy at their jobs because they were being taken care of financially. They had pensions. The place was fucking thriving. It was like a like a you metropolis, know, a city yeah, metropolis. It was. Bomb. I just it just hit me right now. It just fucking hit me right now. Guys, get this. So this is how my crazy conspiracy mind works. So they ship out and find out when they did that. Cleveland too was can you, one Can of you these. find out when they, when they shipped out, when, when they destroyed Detroit? This is... This <laughs> when is, they destroyed yeah. Detroit. So or when did, when, did, when did Motor City fall? When did Detroit okay. fall? Or when did uh, they ship the, the car companies out of Detroit? This is my I crazy be- conspiracy. I believe that was in the... 70s yeah. or 80s, right? It might have been actually the late late 70s. Let's see. So get this. So what happens? They ship these, these flourishing car companies out of the country, these jobs and other manufacturing things out of the country. It ain't just the fucking car industry that fell. That was one of the big ones. That, I mean, that was that was like what is it? The domino. It was that was just a domino. Huge hit. And and this is an example of how they collapse countries, which is what they're doing to America right now. Correct me if I'm fucking wrong. So what happens is these motherfuckers collapse these businesses again. My theory, and these people uh, lose their jobs. They get hooked on drugs and alcohol. Some people get riddled to a life of crime. Families break up. Some people move on. They, 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 they're under no illusion. They're like, hey, life is tough. I got to go get another job. And so what happens? Be, pre that, we actually had a me- mental health system. Well, shit, after you know, all these industries left and people started having mental health issues and, and fucking drug issues and shit. These, these, the system probably got overwhelmed with people and they're like, fuck, we need to cut costs because we're fucking greedy fucking scoundrels and we need to keep making the trillions of dollars off these people instead of helping the people that are fucking keeping us rich and keeping our pockets fat because we're fucking scumbag politicians. And let's cut mental health 
and fucking shove these motherfuckers on the streets. Because you know when, when, when um, companies collapse and cities collapse, what happens? Look at Los Angeles now. I mean, shit, I left there 10 years ago. Yeah, there was some homelessness, reg- you know, put in certain areas. You go through L.A. now, it's the entire fucking county. Everywhere. Like, you're like, oh, shit, almost under every freeway bridge. Yeah. It's everywhere. And that's because they're doing the, what they did in the 70s across the country now. And they're trying to turn the country into fucking Detroit or like fucking Rio de Janeiro fucking Brazil. That's what they're trying to do to this country. Y'all can fucking say, oh, Jeremy, you're being dramatic all the fuck you want because for decades you've been living high in the hog and you just can't see that happening. Shanty towns are coming. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what the fuck is going to happen and only the strong are going to survive. But before that happens, a lot of other chaos is going to ensue. So... The Bushes come in, they, they keep back in the plays of, of, uh, Carter did some fucked up shit too, I forgot what it was, but everybody's like, oh, who Carter, he's this nice fucking guy, and it's like, no, that motherfucker's a scumbag too, um, but, uh, uh, so the Bushes, they bring in fucking the war with the Middle East, and the, the oil shit, and, uh, empowering, uh, Al Qaeda and the Taliban and the to, to my knowledge, uh, the the rumor is the the rumor that I've heard multiple times is the Bush family was friends with the Oh uh, Bin Laden family. Yeah, uh, that came out really very fast after the twin the towers fell. Um, and so uh, you you know that they and there's were direct going- they were showing direct links to that. Somehow. You know that Bin Laden come came from a billionaire family. Of course. Yes. Yeah. But they wanted to play it out like he was just some... Um, and that's the way that it happens with these false flag operations. 95% of it is theater. He was a prince. Here you go. What's the only thing? If we didn't have CNN, ABC, and Fox News... What, you can't find it? It's just long-ass... Shit. When did um, it start? Well, it started the economic fallout began in the 67 when, during the riots. 1967? The race, the race riots when the shit started to kind of fall apart. Oh, so they used the race um, game back then. Ghetto they riot of 67. Because uh, was, this was one of the America's most segregated cities from, from back in Jim Crow era. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's got some nasty history as far as segregation in this country. Um Sorry, go ahead and I'll, I'll uh, try to find it. So it's always, they're always trying to d- divide divide the people, right? They, they want y'all to think that uh, we're all different. Meanwhile, the elites are looking at all of us like N-words. Doesn't matter what color we are. Uh, and, and America's going to see that soon. I know, I, I know it's, it's a lot of people think that they're going to keep their privilege or white people are going to... No, it's not working out like that, Whitey. Whitey is going down too. Everyone's going down. Um... So, uh, you got fucking the scumbag Bush family. George Bush Sr. gets into office. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, I could be wrong. I know his son was member of the Skull and Bone Society at, oh, at yeah. Harvard with, with uh, was it John Kerry and those motherfuckers and, 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 and Al Gore and all but those. That's nepotism. So, of course, yeah, of course that. I mean, dad and... But his, yeah, dad his dad was, was part of the Skull and Bones because there's pictures of him 
when he was young at Yale with with the skull, which they say belonged to Geronimo. Oh my God! You believe that? That's how scandalous these motherfuckers are. Did I know are. that? I probably erased that from my fucking head. That's disturbing. Um, I have Apache blood. And then, um, and then the the fa- the grandfather Prescott Bush had Nazi ties. And was was deeply involved in the Nazi party, which would make sense in the end because everybody thinks that the Nazis were, were just Germans. The Nazis were connected to the royal family, which is why you got pictures of princes and, and, and that dressing up like Nazis. That's why the royal family's crest is written in German. That's why the royal family wears, wears the iron cross on their crowns. That's why the Vatican uses the Iron Cross because the Vatican was allies with the Nazis because when Russia invaded, the communists invaded, communists destroyed churches. So the Vatican, which was very powerful and goes back to Rome, made pacts with the Nazis that when if uh, Germany falls, the Vatican will help get the, the, the top Nazi officials to South America, which they did, including Adolf Hitler. Hitler didn't die in Berlin. They will get them to South America, uh, South America through the papacy and through the Catholic Church. And that's another fucking conspiracy to go down. We could do a whole podcast on that. Look up um, a, a documentary called Hunting Hitler. Tim Kennedy did it. Ex-UFC fighter. Fucking awesome documentary. Um, but then you have Hitler uh, speculated to be son of a Rothschild who through the slaughter and genocide of the Ashkenazi Jews and in and, and Germany uh, was able to garner sympathy to create the Zionist state, which is Rothschild Zionist state of Israel that they have now. And um, so you have the Bush family tied deeply to the most powerful people in the world. And let's fast forward now to the scamdemic, pandemic, plandemic. Which countries are under the most totalitarian rule today? Italy, ran by the Vatican. Israel, ran by Zionist Rothschilds, uh, which were connected to the Nazi party. Uh, UK, Australia, UK, Canada, UK, Gibraltar, island of Gibraltar, UK, All of these countries are under the most harshest lockdowns, vaccine passports, quarantine camps, police fucking people up in the streets. Because this is the new world order. This is the power structure of the new world order. What's that? Downward spiral continues. 70s, right? It starts. It was, it was working its way up into, okay. the, into breaking. And then, of course, in 2007, the financial. So, in when did uh, did 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 uh, did Reagan become president in seventy eight or eighty two, or eighty? Uh, it was one of those years. Uh, Find out when he. Okay, so we're leaving the Carter era. Carter yeah. Carter yeah. sets his bullshit up. Carter's just like like a fucking Obama in the nineteen seventies. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> the economy's bad. <laughs> The companies are bad. There's nothing we can do about it. We just we just got to move forward with positivity. And then lo and behold, what happens after fucking Obama's scummy ass leaves uh, his presidency? Fucking Trump comes in and they start fucking taxing and putting tariffs on these 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 countries that fucking got our 
our, our, our industry, and they start uh, rebuilding, trying to rebuild the economy here, which I know w- worked because as a business owner, I made more money under Trump's presidency. Again, you guys know, I, as, as, as an un, uh, unregistered voter, I'm not a voter. Uh, again, I said it. I liked Trump's first three years. His last year was worse than all four of all eight of Obama's combined. The economy destroyed the economy, became a vaccine salesman. But, but his first but three years, he, he he did a lot of good for for this country. And on billionaires a na- and billionaires. He did. Exactly. Oh, they love him. But he did that oh, shit particularly his last stocks, year. Anyone who's had I, big yes, stocks. Yes, I agree. Yeah, they thrived. But in the Wait. last year is when he really bailed right. them well, out. Okay. Which is why I said his last year we, was terrible. We got to go back. Can we go back? We can rewind back to the the the, the um, Vatican and the Nazi and the, and the yes. Iron Cross. Yes, you got to say and, something and about the, that. Yeah, I do. I need to because um, this is deep. I don't want. I don't know. I don't see it as conspiracy. I th- I see it as truth. But that cross, the cross that you saw, you the iconography of that is is ancient, and you can follow yes. it back. You can go to fucking museums. You, you yes. know, do research and see it over and over and over again. In every and you civilization. Can put it together. Every, yeah, that's what I mean. Like throughout civilizations, you can just put the pieces together. You just have to look, 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 and think, 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 and go. Oh, okay. Well, this that's an ancient. The truth of that is that it, it comes from the planet of crossings, and so these um, factions of society and and em, um, emperors and rulers and, and countries and empires had adopted that symbol as a. Um, continuance of origin right like a man's origins back to mesopotamia so that is that goes back to particular family lines lineage ancient lineage who began this whole you know um humanity um they say ma- modernity represents the four corners of the earth no the, the planet of the, of the crossing is, is nibiru because when it comes into the atmosphere or close to our um, our planets, Sun. yeah, in between Mars and Earth, or depending on the year, but it it appears in the sky like an incredible bright cross, and so this is a um, so there's a reason why the Vatican has this. There's a reason why the Nazis have yes. it. And if you, this is something we I've been wanting to talk to you about, but. Um, what is it? We'll that, save that for another podcast. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll just yeah. That just think about that for a minute. It, also, look think up, about that. The cro- up, there's a link between w- these people. Look up the ancient uh, North Pole four islands map. The river that split. Oh, this is my the job rivers right now. that split. Yes, because there's a specific name for that okay. map, and I think it's. Uh, what, is what it, the North fuck Pole is it named? Uh, North Pole, Four Islands, the Rivers, the Four Islands, because that's where the symbol goes back to, and I believe that that I could be no, wrong. It doesn't. You're wrong. You're gonna see right now. You're so wrong. That it, you're about to see. No, let's wrestle. It's just a. It's no, just. It do- no, it's dude. just. It's there's multiple symbols dude, for each one of these. It goes back Trust. like oh, more than ten thousand. Dude, Trust me, no. it's, there's multiple symbols no. to all of this shit. There's no. levels to this I game, son. No, 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 we're going to wrestle over this one. Okay, what is, is that the whatever? Yes. That's uh, not, no, that doesn't, no. Just look it that up. That might be part of it, but that, That's no, what I'm dude. saying, it's part, there's. The, the four North Poles in Arctic, the, the um. What's a, the name of it? Jagruder's map, what's the name, Who? what's the name of that map? The booty map? Jagruder's, uh, what is it? Uh, hold on, um. Really, the yeah. Vatican and the North Pole. 
Uh, well, no. hey, hey, she's saying no, but it's kind of weird that the Nazis took control of Antarctica, the South Pole, right? Oh, stop it. There um, might be a. I'm sure there's a. What link, the fuck is the name of this map? But no, there's a very. I forget the name of this map. Uh, what the hell? No, the civilizations, the ancient civilizations, have always carried this thing, and it had nothing to do with Antarctica. I'm sure now. You no, can, I don't. No, I'm talking about the North Pole. This is the North Pole. Whatever, Antarctica is totally. North Pole. We don't even. We don't even want to go go down this fucking yeah, rabbit hole because it's right so now. fucking. God. Vast the hell is this one? Uh, this is another. This is just another. Anyways, I, I but I always say like with all these fucking symbols, there's always a multitude. That like, symbol, that fucking like Tolkien. Form, no, that, this is like Tolkien shit. We're not talking about Tolkien that's, right that's, now. There's that's legit map. Uh, so uh, it's like uh, my the, pussy has a legit map. Oh Jesus. Okay, let's go uh, back to. This is a PG podcast. Let's keep it professional. This is a family cast. Um, so, uh, what the hell? Uh, fucking, uh, so the Iron Cross. Yeah. The Iron Cross could also, see, because they always corrupt and pollute everything. The Iron Cross could be a more demonic or darker version of the swastika, which wasn't dark. It's, uh, originally, it's not. It it its roots are Sanskrit. It goes to India. It's it, and it, it doesn't mean anything. It goes to Navajo. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It goes mean all anything over. Of what they adopted that for, be, um, because Dionysus has a link to Shiva, which has a link to the gods, which it just you know it always trickles back to these ancient symbols. You know the 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 planet of the crossings, which turned into the you know the Crusaders emblem it, yeah. it just goes Knights on Templar. and on and on and on to the break of dawn. <coughs> but i yep. mean you can make these links it's nazis and of course the vatican of course they have the same but that's a different story for a different time right we're getting yeah. off topic so so you get the bush family right they're, they're linked to the nazis the nazis linked to the vatican all this different fucking shit that that's going on and uh i'm just gonna and 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 i, I really wish that uh i didn't fucking delete my garage band because i've been doing my podcast <laughs> off my phone lately um but uh i gotta reload uh a garage band and start downloading clips because i want i want to do a podcast with a bunch of sound clips and, and 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 things like that but if you like go to george bush senior um and uh you know him saying a new world order multiple <laughs> multiple times or or we have a chance for a great new world order a thousand rays of light. A thousand rays of light is who? Fucking Lucifer. His fucking God. That's who the fuck it is. And then you have people like Lawrence, uh. Lawrence A. King, who was uh, 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 connected to the uh, Franklin School cover-up where they were going to the Catholic school, Boys Town, which sounds like a fucking pedophile's wet dream because that's what the fuck it was the catholic boys school the orphans in the boys school where um uh what's his name uh oh man how could i forget the the kid's name uh johnny gosh uh and and they were saying lawrence a king who got busted for like some type of bullshit tax evasion he fell for tax evasion so they couldn't connect him to the pedophile ring that he 
was rumored to be bringing to the White House to George Bush Sr. for their little fucking pedophile parties. They said Hunter S. Thompson is connected to this shit too because he was filming snuff films for these scumbags. And, and then who is Hunter S. Thompson? You know, he'd be mentors Johnny Depp, who's like best friends with Marilyn Manson, who's the head of what? The Satanic Church. And Hunter S. Thompson did this weird ceremony with Johnny Depp where he put him in a coffin, which is what? A satanic ceremony. They openly talked about that shit. Who was that fucking... Uh, uh, the Viper Room on Sunset Boulevard when River Phoenix died... Johnny Depp, amazingly, oh my God, fuck another, I'm going gi- to, I'm going to give my sacrifice for the fucking cult. And then my, then my fucking, then my career is going to catapult because he, he, he get, you know, he took that blood oath for the cult. Right. And then, so these are all just weird little fucking trails. You can research Lawrence A. King and, and the Franklin cover up and go down that rabbit hole, which I went down. And there's no fucking doubt in my mind that those little kids were going straight to the White House for these scumbags, which is why who fucking, you know, George Bush Sr.'s little fucking black boy, Barack Obama, was talking about getting $60,000, $45,000, which a hot dog sent to the party that they were having there because this is all code for their little pedophile prostitute rings. Who the fuck eats $65,000 with a fucking hot dogs? Right? It's like, like, oh, Jeremy, come on. It's like, no, you dumb motherfuckers. What do we think about when we were in high school, all the cold names we had for weed and acid and drugs and shit. Where the fuck do you think this shit comes from? It comes from these motherfuckers. Everybody uses code for their fucking addictions. Unfortunately, when you're wealthy elites and you fucked 100,000 women and then you you banged 20,000 trannies, now you want to start fucking kids. Or maybe it's it's a genetic it's a it's a it's a genealogical thing and you grew up in a fucking massive satanic cult that goes back generations and generations all the way back to fucking Nimrod and Semiramis. And your parents have been molesting you and their parents molested them and they and you know and it just goes on and on and on generations back and it's normal cuz that's what happens with these satanic cults. Anyways, I digress. We're going to uh, jump back. Yeah. What? What's what's um what's Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah. So um George Bush Sr. a thousand rays of light, a new world order. And then his uh, his grandfather Prescott Bush linked to the Nazis. Fucking their their last satanic ritual was to do a massive genocide across Europe for people to witness, so they could feed off the louche and the 1930s and 40s of these people. And 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 then uh, and then what happens? Kennedy gets gets slayed. They had they believe that Bush oh. Senior was connected to that. He was. He was part of the CIA. There's a one single picture of him in, in Dallas, Texas, the day that Kennedy was assassinated. Kind of weird. Um, anyways, these are all just little things about the, the Bush family that I'm setting up for, for 9-11 because, hey, man. You got what the Simpsons showing you all the nine eleven shit before it happened. There was movie oh, was movie weird. covers. It's that not weird. weird. It's predictive programming. They're they're casting my spells. My brother, my brother did. Monkey will tell you. Well, I mean, you. I've never. My met brother. Monkey. Did, I know. I I forgot. 
my brother did was working for my monkey had a, a pig pen. It was a big uh, t-shirt graphics. Monkey's company. your friend. Monkey's my best friend. Um, my brother did a twin tower right before that happened. He did a twin tower um, a t-shirt graphic. Um, right before nine eleven. Yeah. What is it? Not graphic. The, the printing. Yeah. Printing press. Uh, yeah. Um, um, no, there's another. I forget what it's called. Anyway, yeah, an, the, an image that went on JPEG hundreds of, yeah, T-shirts. He did an, a Twin Tower um, crazy yeah. right before. And then right they got, like, Back to the Future, which they say is, like, has to do with 9-11. And there's all kinds of weird shit to do with that. Transfer, a transfer. Oh, a transfer. Um so there, there's like all kinds of weird shit, and all of these. Th- this is not it. Like, like okay for us, yeah, sure. Her brother doing that, it's a random thing, right? P- perhaps he was feeding off the collective consciousness somehow, but he didn't do that in one of his fucking weird magical spells, like these elites right. did. That knew that this was going to happen because there had been other things talked about with nine eleven before, and I had heard like a month or two before. Or a week before, the the owner of the Twin Towers took out an insurance policy on terrorist attacks. What? Yes, and 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 he's super high level Zionist, uh, uh, synagogue of serpent, false Jew. He's not even a real Jew, um, and uh, yeah, man. There's all there's all kinds of weird shit. Fire fi- uh, firefighters coming out and saying, uh. There is like magma at the bottom of the building. How did it get that hot? Oh yeah, I heard you know, like that. Uh, uh, um, people involved in physics and engineers saying there's no way jet fuel could have fucking melted those beams. Mm-hmm. And I look at it like the way it fell. That yeah, Abe. Hey, you know, and you know who's your your favorite president in the history of presidents? Donald Trump said in two thousand three. <laughs> He said because he was in he worked with engineers and he was a builder he said he's like there's no way those planes made those towers fall those towers were were made to withstand three or four planes because the Eiffel Tower got struck by a plane years before so they were built to withstand uh, uh plane crashes that thing fell like a controlled demolition and Donald that was came out of Donald Trump's mouth I don't like yeah, that app you do that too well. I know. I don't like that. Well, I like to imitate presidents. Yeah, I, don't like I that. do the I do the George. I do both the Bushes good too. God. A thousand points of light, a new <laughs> world order, and then and then Bush Junior. <laughs> we gotta stop these terrorists. Terror. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, and then we got Bill Clinton out there. All he wants to do is smoke weed and fuck hoes. <laughs> And play the saxophone on Arsenio. <laughs> I, I need to polish up. <laughs> and shove cigars and pussies in the White House. That motherfucker wanted to live like a mob boss in the White House, in the Oval Office. The Ovary Office. Uh, oh, can I, can I um, add something to that? The... So there's a, in, in uh, the fourth, wait, what? Yeah, the fourth um, season of Homeland... There is a a point where the CIA is or ex CIA the ex um, head of ex CIA is meeting with the Iranian government head of government, and he the the Iranian very eloquently nine eleven comes up, 
and he very eloquently says, no, that was, that was not, um, that was not the Middle East. He, he said that it was a, an American government happening, that it had nothing to do with the Middle East, that it was in fact, it was a very clever, it just, it just kind of snuck in there very interestingly, and then it went away. But it was, um, you know, this is serious series, right? It's based on a lot of fact of what's Homeland, going on. even the name of it, Homeland. Again, we're talking about well, the, predictive programming. The, the, the whole, no, Homeland is based because of 9-11. It's what happened, like the, the Patriot Act. Oh, what Act. year was that? Um, oh, so that's about the Patriot Act? Well, no, it's, no, not necessarily. It's, a, it's, a, it's based on kind of the culture of CIA and the okay. Middle East okay. and the politics and yeah. Pentagon, but it's yeah. a, an incredible fucking show. So they're giving you secrets. Yeah. They're I, giving you secrets, and that's what they do in Hollywood. It's called predictive programming. They, it's called uh, the revelation of the method. So if they reveal to you what they're doing, then they believe karmically they are exempt from the karmic ramifications like like if we watched covid a lot of us have seen their sorry we had it we had a a a small uh check check thing uh so so you got fucking like she said there was casualties at the white house police police and stuff like that and i see i'm not a scumbag so i'm not gonna try and you go out and kill people, and I don't want the power to say, oh, you got to go kill all these people. But like I said at the beginning of this podcast, if you work for the government, you work for a mob, and you may fucking die. Those are the chances you take. Again, I, I love humanity. I look around me. I see a lot of innocence, but at the same time, I don't believe any of us are innocent, and I don't believe any of us get to escape natural law. Okay, one thing, though... With, with, you know, you just saying that you take a chance. But some of us are questioning, okay, you've got the Capitol Police out there. Why were they just left so vulnerable? The, you know... The police were letting people in. They no, opened the barricades I'm not, no, for them. I'm not, no, no, I'm talking before, before that. There were, they were so sparsely um, staffed. It was like retarded how little people were actually out there. They didn't That's have why shields. I think... That's why I think jacked. this was orchestrated. They, right, exactly. That's what and, I'm saying. And, and, and it was who? I think it, it was, was Nancy Pelosi that okay, sent well, everybody home. What is it? was Cap- like, oh, we're fine. Indispensable. This is called, this is an example of, well, you know what? In war, a small faction of people, if they get maimed, injured, or killed, they're just indispensable. Exactly. So I agree with you there, but I'm upset because I have yeah, it sucks. military family. I have police you know lapd family and it fucking upset me to see these people who didn't deserve that to, to be crushed indoors and beat with all kinds of horrible shit they didn't fucking deserve that of course not but they at weren't the, helped it's it's like a it's but it's like what i always say like oh shit it's like what i always say we as humans do things and then we get reactions from our surroundings and then we play the victim and it's like yeah, you shouldn't. Hey, maybe you shouldn't have fucking instigated that cop over there. I don't think he should have killed you. But hey, it's not like he went up to you out of nowhere and said, hey, N-word and shot you in the head. You were like doing a crime. And when I was young and when I was a young criminal, cops used to fuck me up and pull guns on me, too. I'm not the same person. But as as somebody who already went through those situations, I look back and I was like, I was a dumb fuck and I could have gotten killed. 
right? I accept responsibility. No, I don't think I deserve that. But that's the time. It's not like that would be the first time that it happened. It's like we've seen it happen hundreds of times. So it's it's basically nature telling you, hey, dipshit, don't be a criminal and don't get involved with cops. Sometimes they can act like violent animals out in the wild. Stay away from fucking bears. But people get fucked up when they get involved in situations. Oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. And it was racist. And it's like, no, he wasn't racist. You were fucking with a violent ass cop. That bear wasn't racist because you were black. He's a fucking mean ass bear. We call that power tripping. Exactly. And we should know that. We should know that from seeing it over and over again. But human beings play the victim. So what I'm saying is at the end of the day, we have. And all colors do that. Power tripping ass cops. And I'm saying she's, and Mila's Latina, so she's not Fuck favoring. Yes, I am. Yeah, she's not favoring anyone right <laughs> no, now. No, I'm not. And we get into crazy conversations about shit all the time, <laughs> which is why I had her on the podcast. So, uh, so you have these violent insurrectionists <laughs> who go to the source, and I'm not saying because I, I think w- the world should should be ran a totally different way. I think we could have a lot more peaceful civilization than we do, but violence. Uh, benefits, this small group of people have found a way to capitalize off human suffering. So, you know, if, if they have an insurrection, who does it benefit? The bureaucrats at top. They can say all the, all the MAGA people who they hate so much and all the Trump supporters and all the Republicans are conspiracy theorists and they're violent. Meanwhile, their people, the left... Antifa, BLM spent the year before burning and rioting in fucking cities and burning down people's small businesses. And all they got was was bailed out of jail, encouraged to do it and attack people's small businesses. But as soon as people go to the source, they say, oh, the cops are racist, this and that. Well, guess who fucking attacked the people that hire the fucking racist cops, your supposed enemies, the fucking right wing they went and attacked the Capitol that hires all these racist police. And you say it's a violent insurrection. Meanwhile, all you do is attack your own goddamn communities with Antifa and get praised and get bailed out and fucking people recruit you into bigger things. Like I'm saying now, where the fuck is Antifa now if they believe in what the fuck they say they believe in when the real Nazis and fascists are fucking telling people to get vaccine passports. These scummy little leftist fucks are in vaccine booths getting vaccines because they don't believe in what the fuck they stand for. They're sellouts to the goddamn system. Now, if they were smart, they would see the psychological warfare on both sides because the right is fucking guilty of it too. And I could break that shit. And I already broke it down in past podcasts. I went through the whole why they got everybody all worked up on fucking abortions and what a big mm-hmm. hi- hypocrite the fucking right wing is for that. I'm not going to get into it this time. No. We can talk about that later. Okay. I think I have broke that down to you and I give you why I think the right wing is fucking massively hypo- hypocritical on that. But, again, uh, they got, what's that guy's name? Jake, the QAnon guy? God, Jake the shaman? Yeah. Okay, shaman. Okay. Well, listen. He wants listen. to be known as they want the you to shaman, believe. not, not uh, the hey, QAnon guy. Fine, not the fine, QAnon. Fine. A- they asshole. want you. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a fucking theatrical character inserted into that situation to make uh, the, the patriots and those people look fucking crazy. And I've said from the beginning, oh, I don't mad. trust QAnon. He's I don't mad trust at Trump it. now. He's like, Trump let me down. Don't let me okay. 
But here's it. Are you telling me Lee Harvey Oswald was the shooter for JFK? No. Fuck no, he wasn't. Is it possible Jake, who's now eating organic food in a federal prison and living like a king, may not be a hired fucking actor? Come on. If it was organic, Jake would be in goddamn solitary confinement in fucking Rikers Island right now. But he's not. He's living like a fucking king because he played the perfect fucking character for his fucking overlords, the goddamn fucking government. Is that true? I don't fucking know. Sounds kind of suspect to me. Sounds kind of sus to me. So I'm just going through psychological warfare. Hey, is 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 fucking uh, the Proud Boys racist? Could be. I, I don't know why all these blacks and Mexicans are hanging out with them. Could be. I, I don't know what you know why Gavin McGinnis is married to a, a, a woman of color, or why his his co-host is a woman of color. Does he say racist instigating shit? Sure, he's also funny as fuck, and a lot of comedians say racist shit too. Look at Bill Burr. His wife is black. You know they're instigators. It's called trolling. You know it's called fucking with people. You know I mean could be comedians have been doing it forever. You know, black comedians, you do it. I, look at all the white people we got here tonight. Man, I'm going to tell you something about white people, all right? Black people show up to a fucking comedy thing, and they're like, man, I wish a motherfucker would be sitting in my seat, right? A white person shows up, and they're like, oh, my God, Jesus, honey. I hope nobody's sitting in our seat. I really don't want to have to argue with any of these people, right? Um, is it racist of me? Is this racist? Um, I'm, I don't really, I'm not into black cock, but I love black music. Is that racist? No, no it's just your, your things you're into. And some white right. chicks love it's black dudes make, and they don't want to fuck sure. white, fuck white girls. I've had hot, thick ass fucking white girls. But I'm like, hey girl, what's up? You know, cracking jokes and shit. And I'm, I'm only into black guys. And I'm like, oh, that's because you don't know what I look like from the waist down. Uh, but, uh, anyways, Back to the topic. So let's go to let's go to what your specialty on this whole thing is, Mila. What is you're you were telling me earlier about what was it? Uh, what's Afghanistan? What's happening in Afghanistan, which I know very little about. Okay, I I, I do know that I had a friend who worked for the military that told me, and they were high level military at some yeah. point. They said, hey. Um, when we leave a country, we destroy all of our equipment mm-hmm. and, and, and munitions and stuff like that. Just think it's kind of weird that that didn't happen with this one. And again, before uh, we get into this, I just want to say, but I want your perspective. Mm-hmm. I believe that everything on the mainstream stage, mm-hmm. the Capitol riots, mm-hmm. the quarantine, the Vegas shooting, 9-11, all this, it's all directed to feed off our louche. But I do like to get lost in some of the stories. So tell us a little bit about what you think is going on in Afghanistan right now. That sounded like feed off my bush, but we can just go on. So Afghanistan, um, Jeremy was saying, yeah, we destroyed that. Yeah, you have to. And, and like they did when they left the Kabul airport, the everything was destroyed right before they left. It just has to be. Um, however, as some of you might know and are aware of, there were billions of dollars of equipment left behind in weaponry, ammunition, uh, biometrics, vehicles, Humvees, um, special forces, um, gear. The, the one thing that's scary that the Afghanistan, the Taliban have gotten a hold of are night vision goggles. 
because that that is going to be a game changer in their own internal war um, amongst the Al-Qaeda. Because these two factions are very, very different. Um, they are operating in Afghanistan. They have a section of Afghanistan where they still are. They are within the Al-Qaeda and Taliban are very different factions. Al-Qaeda is made up of disenfranchised Pakistani um, angry men, ex-military from Pakistan and Arabia and from the Arabia Peninsula. And it has to do with the um, tribal factions. It's very can be very confusing if you don't know what the fuck. But what happened, the Americans trained the Afghani, um, the military and their police force, and they equipped them with all of this high-end special forces gear, basically. And so now, you know, and at the very end, you had their military dudes and the police just dropping, getting out of their fucking gear, leaving it and running, right? They either ran and hide or they were like, yeah, fuck, don't kill my family. We will totally join Taliban. And then that's just how these cultures work. There's no uh, sense of loyalty the way that you and I might see and believe in loyalty. It doesn't happen like that in these cultures. It doesn't like, like in India, one of the most spiritual places, you know, ohm, this and that. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? That place has no goddamn morals. And <laughs> I just know I, I, that's coming from knowing people. It just, it just doesn't work like that the way you might think. So Afghanistan, they're working on a completely different level of, of thought and process. And sure, you, they can change sides 10 times a day, no problem. Um, but that stuff wasn't shit that needed to be destroyed was destroyed. But again, this stuff is coming from, from, which is stupid. You kind of, if you're smart enough, you could see and know that, well, this was a bad idea starting from the nineties to begin training and equipping, um, a foreign government's police force and not quite understanding that, oh, well, what 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 is to keep them from joining the other side, right? Because that's just not the way America does America. shit. America, you're like you're loyal, you're loyal, right? You're loyal. Well, that's that's not the way Americans do it, but our government does it. Well, all no, right, the but time. but right, it's just like you you stay on one side unless you're a defector or yeah. a spy, right? Get that? Mm-hmm. So, but this isn't the way shit works, and yeah. so when you are occupying another country there's this automatic suspect of oh well they're just going to adopt our ways and become democratic and think the way we do and there's this really odd uh, sense of of like stupidity to think that a culture this is culture change actually that you're occupying a country and you're forcing their culture to change and so these kids who grew up post 9-11 back to 9-11 they are growing up and, and hating and, Americans. Well, no. They're growing up having adopted Western ways because they could wow. do so safely in Afghanistan, right? Okay. Because the Taliban was no longer in power. Yes, and before the, okay? they couldn't do that, and that's no, why the exactly. Taliban's cracking down on them now. Exactly. We're calling okay. This is called disappearing, right? Yeah. But you have to understand that the, the Taliban are playing with... Um, they want their money, which is frozen right now with the, all the, the, the central bank. Yeah. All of those big, the three yeah. bank companies have their money and they're dependent on American financing. You know, it's, I'm calling it welfare. They have American welfare. They have European welfare. They have UN welfare. And we're talking 
billions just from America alone, right? They need that money. And of course, when you understand these um, ancient countries, again, remember what we we're talking about morals and, and fidelity and all that shit. It doesn't exist, right? It just doesn't. Um, not, not in the way we think. Tribal fidelity, yes, indeed, absolutely. And we don't understand their tribal ways. There are hundreds and thousands of, there's thousands of tribes there who are fighting amongst themselves. It's all power games, right? Warlords and power and territory and like the Native Poppy Americans fields. before fucking totally, totally. same up. shit. Poppy fields and power and money yeah. and who's controlling the roads. We can get that. So, there's a whole shit ton of things, but I lost <coughs> my train of thought. Um, what was I trying to? You're talking about um, the the culture there and how they are very different from from ours. What I see with all this shit right now, in my personal opinion, is. Um, they're trying to globalize the planet for like you didn't you say that they had like the the the, the facial recognition shit biometrics. going on biometrics biometrics facial recognition over there just like China that's and a retina and they're, the they're retina doing that and fingerprinting they're doing that in the UK and Australia right now too they're they're, and they're saying it's for COVID you got to go in and you got to show you know let this camera take your picture to see the camera supposed to inspect if you're sick or not it's to get your face in a database. Yeah. In a biometric database, so now they have your facial recognition. And th- for those of you who don't understand why this is scary and important and uh, what it means, it means that the Taliban got a hold of biometrics, which was dropped from the uh, from the Afghani military and police who just like, fuck it, we're out of here, right? They just left everything. But so the Taliban got a hold of the shit. And who's in that system? Well, all of the uh, Afghani men and some women who were helping the military american military they were either they were guides they yeah, were guides total to accident SF, i'm sure to special forces Just fell into their hands to uh, uh rangers and green beret they were uh formed beautiful relationships with the americans uh, the sf the our warriors really special forces care. Right? Yeah, yes. SF, special, SF forces. special forces, Green Beret, and Rangers. They um, and and um, Marines. Delta. They all formed a strong bonds with with these men who were helping them as their interpreters, as their drivers. They were dependent on them for their lives. Actually, and so if you don't understand the workings of a brotherhood, these Afghani's became part of this brotherhood, and so there was a lot of care and love that developed. Um, a monk, and you can read tons of stories right now. Yeah, Tim yeah. Kennedy, and they they all went back and they started helping people yes. leave yes. against the yeah. government's wishes. Yes. They were just like yes. fuck because 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 seeing what's happening with our government. Well, no, it, beyond that, they care and they care. They came to love the Afghani people. Yeah. They came to have an understanding with them. They they came. You know, it was a long twenty years later, right? At yeah. Post nine eleven, it was a long ass. A journey and an understanding but so biometrics that means that all of these workers anything that had to do with any part of the americans are in these people are in the system so what is happening now it's why they were so desperate to get out meanwhile but taliban are going to operate kind of hush hush because again going back to what i forgot i was talking about the money the billions that's frozen yeah they want that so they're going to give us the appearance that oh you know we're a new Taliban, we're going to 
You know, we're going to upkeep the women's rights. We're going to not disappear people because we're a changed people. And really? Yeah. I'm no, watching videos that beat the shit out of women on the right, streets. Right, right. And so, of course... Save that shit for the bedrooms, huh? And also, though, there there has been slight change. And, and we have to understand, too, as a whole, that a lot of these dumbass Taliban, they... They're new recruits or they're stifled and they're stuck in their old ways, depending on what tribe they come they're from. They're sexually repressed. They're not going yeah. to frustration. They're not going to be on board with women's rights and free, you know, trying trying to uh, follow what the Taliban is trying to, yeah. um, um, you know, this facade of we're a changed um, terrorist group. Right? Yeah, could <laughs> you imagine if the now Taliban in power. Was- who can Women's have our own rights. plans now and we can do those. LGBTQ. Yeah. Right? So, the Taliban, they love you guys. There's this really funny disconnect and I, you know, and um, many Americans are just dumbasses just to begin with. So they're not going to see or understand any of that. And the Taliban, like we're, we're playing with uh, monstrous fire at this point. It's a what, scary game to be watching. What I think it is, is... As we're watching globally, coronavirus released in 2020 for the world to see, 2020 clear vision, 22 numerology, the master builder number, because zeros don't count. They're trying to rebuild civilization. So now you have uh, China releasing the virus. You have Europe Locking shit down. Some nations aren't going along with it. You got places in South America doing extreme lockdowns, having the worst COVID cases and the most extremist of lockdowns because fear and and disconnection from society play a big part in why you'll get ill. Um, And then you got, you know, the UK and all this shit. It's clearly a global takeover and we're watching our, our country before our very eyes get turned into a third world nation or worse possibly. And I see this as uh, our government is the master of uh, divide and conquer or utilizing specific groups to do their dirty work for them, which is like, you know, the queen and the Vatican and all, you know, Zionists, Israel, all that. They've been whoring our military out across the world for decades. And, and so you can look at like, um, okay, well, we need to take over this town. All right, let's get the women to hate men and toxic masculinity and make men seem like scumbags. Let's get the whites to hate blacks or the blacks to hate whites and then they'll take each other out and then we can move our shit in, right? Let's defund the police, which a lot of the people in the ghetto are totally against oh, because it's going to affect them the worst and they know it. Yeah. Um, let's get the police out of the way so we can just move our shit in or let these scumbags move in and cause more chaos. So what they're doing is, here, here's another good example. I'm going to give you two examples right now. Europe bringing in uh, fighting age, mostly male, 
Muslim refugees all over Europe. And what are they doing? Raping their fucking way across Europe. But every dipshit leftist, leftist out there is like, oh, diversity, we need to find them a home. Oh, God. But you can't even walk into an Islamic area. And I'm not saying all Muslims are like this. I, I have no problem with Islam. I, I love all cultures and people. I just want to say that from the tip. Um, that in specific t- Muslim type areas, you can't walk in because it's Sharia law. And it could be in your own fucking country and you could have welcomed these people in as guests and they won't let you in their city. And guess what? The government of your country won't let you in their city. They're favoring these people. And where else are they doing this? We're seeing this happen in our country. Like I said earlier, you and me got to get vaccines and have a vaccine passport. But people, which I don't believe families are any longer sneaking across the border. We know it's a cartel uh, fucking gambit. And if you don't fucking pay the cartels down there and your family sneaks across the border, they're going to kill your family in fucking Mexico because you owe the cartels money straight out. It ain't. You know, the Diaz family sneaking across the border anymore. That shit was happening in the 80s and the 90s and maybe the early 2000s. Once the cartels cook over, nope, it was coyotes that worked for the cartels. And that's the only way you're getting across that fucking border now. So they they want these people to come over here, cause a diversion, and do the dirty work, and possibly potentially bring the coronavirus. I'm not saying that's what's happening because I think in hotter areas, it's not as bad. I could be wrong. I, I'm not studying the statistics uh, around the fucking world like that. From Afghanistan? No. Wait. Well, they could sneak anybody across the border right now. Anybody can sneak across the oh, southern okay, border, okay, okay. right? Yeah, so sure. they could be from Afghanistan. They could be from China. They could be from Africa or wherever. I meant, I meant the COVID coming from... Yeah, from the border. Yeah, absolutely. It's an open border. They didn't anybody from Afghanistan. They were in such a fucking hurry. That that so too. Be, um, what is it? Uh <laughs> But I'm, I'm just, FYI. I'm just saying, like, like <laughs> this, when they do these little psychological tricks, like, oh, these people can just come here. We'll give them all kinds of insurance money. We'll, we'll close your business Welfare. down. You'll never make a dime again in your life, and your children will starve. And then we'll force you to get vaccinated and wear fucking masks until your lungs get a bacterial infection, and tell you that oh, this is for your own health and safety. Before we stick you in a fucking FEMA camp and quarantine you or rip your kids out of your arms for their own safety. Uh, but we're just going to let people come in. And these are the games these motherfuckers are playing to uh, fucking tell you, oh, it's for your own safety. I mean, I'm sure that's what the Germans told the other Germans. You know, oh, it's for our safety. The Jews are taking all our money and they're, 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 it's, they're doing all this and that and they're running the banks and, oh, my God, it's for your own safety and welfare and efficacy. And, you know, they throw in all these flashy words. And stupid people buy into that shit because they don't play 3D chess. They don't think a few moves ahead. They don't even think one fucking move ahead. They don't think, hey, they don't ask questions. And because of that, they lose all of their personal liberties. It's getting to a point, like if you look at Australia, where you can't even go out in your own backyard. You're not allowed to leave your fucking house. Drones are flying over your fucking house. Get in your house. If you leave your house, the cops, and there's videos of this shit, the cops come track you down on the streets, will tackle you down, beat the fucking shit out of you, throw you in a van, and take you to a quarantine camp. The government's bragging about how they're trying to save you. and this It's like, for what? A virus with a 0.1% fatality rate? 
Give me a fucking break, son. And stupid people don't see it. Dumb fucks don't see it because they don't want to believe. This is the common thing. So you're telling me all the doctors are in on it? No. But I am telling you that the most evil people in Nazi Germany were scientists and doctors, and history has a strange way of repeating itself. I am telling you that these doctors are just like you, dumb fucks who don't ask questions, and they just follow orders, and they think they're doing the right thing, or they're scared to lose their job. And some of them are in on it. You're telling me nobody, none of the doctors took bribes from Big Pharma to pay off their medical degrees? And I am telling you, a lot of them are great people and they're speaking out. Look at frontline doctors and they're speaking out against this shit and they're losing their jobs and they have everything to lose. And people are like, they're just trying to get clickbait or they're just trying to do this and that. It's like they're going against big pharma. Look at the, the track record of big pharma well and who pharma. runs big pharma fucking Bayer and who runs Monsanto Bayer. And what, what was all these pesticides? Chemical warfare from from what? World War II. And wasn't Bayer a German Nazi fucking family? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is the fucking rise of the Fourth Reich, ladies and gentlemen. The Nazis are still around. And they've infiltrated all groups on the playing field, the left and the right. And, hey, they're using the same tactics. And only the fucking sheepdogs that watch out for the wolves and look out and try and keep the sheep in line are aware of what the fuck's going on. Because you got the sheep running off into the forest. I'm against abortion. My body, my choice. You need to get the vaccine. And, and then I'm like, my body, my choice. Yeah, this is a global pandemic. You're going to kill my grandma. Your grandma was killing herself before the pandemic. The bitch had cancer and drank soda and ate pizza all the time. Didn't change her life. All she wanted was the government's drugs. Again, people not taking responsibility for their piss poor choices. We're not fucking victims. You got anything else to say about uh, the Middle East? <laughs> we're 9-11? Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're no matter what we're fucked. Well, I don't. Think... Iran, no, no, no. Yeah, Iran is actually you gotta understand too. Iran, talk about conspiracy. Iran is running the show. They are underneath. They are supporting. Uh, they're supporting the. You know, I mean, you know, the Sunnis and the Shia faction. But Iran is behind so much of this, and Iran, it's they would love to bring down. Uh, America as a whole, but there's so? a lot of shit going on. Yes, I think they will. I think everyone. Yes. I think everyone at the top wants Come globalism. Come on, Pakistan and its nuclear program. <sighs> Iran. They're trying to keep Iran. Maybe I'll move hap- to Iran. How did I? How did Pakistan get a fucking nuclear bomb or two or they're three or four? India. Come on, they, they're, uh, they're a no, leading not nation. Any, no, they're not. They've split with their. No, oh. they they want to bomb fucking India. There's always border. They're always killing each other. Oh, this is yeah, okay. Hindu. Hindu and Muslim fights, right? Family shit, that whole fucking religious shit. And then you've got, okay, so Iran wants a goddamn bomb. But this is all Iran against Israel. There's that. Yeah. There's Palestine. I mean, it's all interlinked. You know, Taliban taking over a fucking country for fuck's sake. And with nobody keeping them in check. And you've got Al-Qaeda who has 
billions of dollars behind. They're backed by billionaires from, from Arab countries and sometimes even, you know, from Iran, Iran, Iranian money. It's, it's, this is dangerous shit. No matter how you want to look at it, we're fucked in a lot of different ways. American government or no, they're, they're just going to be doing what they want. You can't have a government controlling an entire fucking country of tribes who are now in power, who are going to gain more power from their opium trade, from running the highways. And the Proud Boys are no different than the Taliban, a bunch of domestic terrorists. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're in an interesting situation with that. Um, at the end of the day, the 9-11 podcast is... It's not like I just have like... I'm not like just... I'm not giving you uh, bullet points. I'm giving you things to research. Uh, at the end of the day... You know, I remember when it first happened and I was telling people that, that this is this is fucking our, our government did this and they were so mad at me. People died. And I remember thinking like, yeah, people died. Don't you really want to know who the fucking real killers are? Indispensable. People are yeah. Di- indispensable. Yeah. And so it's like people didn't care. They just they wanted to go with the narrative. And it's the same thing with the vaccines or with, with, with anything else in this in this thing. And you're free to do what you want. And I want you to have your fucking liberties and freedoms to do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to believe terrorists did it, great. Don't approach me with that bullshit. Uh, at the end of the day, it's popular narratives. And it's the media, again, looshing us, feeding off our negative energies. Massive uh, cult-like satanic rituals designed to bring down the vibrations and energies of society as a collective. And uh, that type of, of emotional power and energy, uh, that the hundred monkeys thing, that can affect other people. A lot of us are empathic. So we are affected by that shit. And, and it does. It gets people worked up. And um, I don't know. At the end of the day, 9-11 was an inside job. And it's all linked to what's happening now. And it's going to keep happening until people pull their fucking heads out of their asses and stop relying on politicians, whether it's Trump, Biden, Obama, or any of them to be your goddamn superhero. Politicians got us in this mess. They're not going to fucking get us out of it. That's it. Big Pharma, the Rockefellers, got us in this mess. They're not going to get us out of it. Period. That's, that's all I'm saying. 9-11. Anything else to say? Um, Mila, thank you for having, thank you for coming on. Oh, Got anything my, to say? My pleasure. I just, I, I want, you know what? It's just, um, <coughs> fill your minds with, with cock and pussy for today. <laughs> that's exactly what the Taliban wants you to believe. Terror. thanks for listening guys love healing truth mind body spirit take care hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of esoteric gladiator podcast i'm out here in the woods right now in the pacific northwest on the olympic peninsula picking chanterelles chanterelles is a type of mushroom lots of vitamin d in them which is really important up here uh i believe you might hear some screams in the background that's my nephew throwing a tantrum we brought him along with us. 
Beautiful day out here. The sun is shining. Uh, and uh, it, it's just epic. But I was just looking at my nephew. He was like riding his little bike. I think he's like a year and a half old or something like that. My nephew's name is Moses, which I love because Moses is the number one magician, I always say. And I was looking at him and as, you know, my friend Blasia was calling him, telling him to come back because he was like going too far. And he turned around and he looked and then he just kept going. And I was like thinking about, damn, when I was that age... Which I vaguely remember. I still, you know, I vaguely remember some of my childhood memories. And like, how was I processing consciousness? Was, you know, it's like our consciousness is developing. Our our sense of danger and all this shit is developing. And, um, you know, it's like, when we're that young, can we tell the difference between uh, sleep and awake and, you know, because, like, he would have just kept going up the road and not even thought twice about coming back. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's like, well, what, what, what the level of consciousness does he have? And does this seem like a dream? And can he even tell the difference between dr- dreams and awake? You okay, buddy? Yeah, he's riding his bike over here. It looked like he was, he was riding down the hill a little too fast. Moses, Moses. Hey, turn around. Come on. Um, and uh, come on, buddy. Come on, let's go back to mama. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, just random weird thought about consciousness. And also like looking at all the moss and the trees and the plants out here. Like, what is their consciousness like? Uh, I feel like, you know, in, in episode 81 which is one of my more recent favorite podcasts on um, timelines and, and, and uh, you know, uh, cre- creating your own reality consciously because we unconsciously create our reality a lot with negative thoughts or whatever. But if we could check in with our consciousness a few times a day to create consciously our reality, like before we get in the bath, thinking I'm going to wash off all my worries and problems and wash all that away. Or, you know, before we go to sleep, uh, you know, the, the old me will, will cease to exist once I lay down and I fall asleep and wake up to a new version of myself, uh, and things like that. And, um, (coughs) you know, just like consciously, you know, even your food, which is why praying over food is so important, you know. And a lot of times when I say prayer, people think religious. It's not. It's it's just being in contact and, and just showing gratitude for, for all that this earth provides for us. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, man, I, I got to say, you know, I just worked my ass off in that tattoo shop for months after having or a month after having COVID for a fucking month. And um, I'm closing it up. I'm going to start cleaning it out later this afternoon after I'm done mushroom hunting and uh, packing up my artwork and shipping my taxidermy to my friend's house in Oklahoma. And uh, this morning I, c- I couldn't have woken up to a, uh, 
a, a, a better way to start the day. So you picking mushrooms with my good friend Blasia and my little nephew Moses and their their dog Blake. And uh, man, this is this is just gratitude, pure gratitude. My uh, out here connecting with the plant consciousness and the mushroom consciousness. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Anyways.